What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to another episode of Delo Speaks. If you haven't already, follow my podcast page on Twitter at Delo Speaks. And I want to thank y'all for tuning in. What's up, y'all? So I'm back with another episode of Delo Speaks. If you haven't already, follow my podcast page on Twitter at Delo Speaks. And I wanted to speak on a couple of things. Um, I ran a poll on my Twitter account. Well, the podcast, not podcast, <laughs> podcast Twitter account. And it was because I basically wanted to get like, you know, some conversations going because right now, when it comes down to music, like everything is, it just seems like it's at a standstill. And I wanted to get the juices flowing, you know, see what different people had to say about the um, poll that I ran. But um, the first thing I wanted to speak on was the fact that there was a rumor going around um, saying that Cardi and Megan possibly have a. Um, a collab in the works and one of the mutuals on my own personal account had asked me you know what was my views on it so really to be honest I don't I don't personally feel a way to the fact that Megan has a collab with her um I mean it's just business regardless to like the different sides that people constantly take when it comes down to artists that you really like. Um, I get that, you know, some people would be like, well, why would she work with somebody who's a fraud like her and all this other stuff? I get it. But me looking at it, I don't really care or play into it that deep because at the end of the day, it's a lot of people in the industry that artists is going to work with that you don't really rock with. So at the end of the day, they're making money. They're making their business moves. It is what it is. But it was also said by my mutual that, um, you know, they felt like maybe Megan shouldn't collab with her because they feel as though maybe she'll be like, I guess, backtracking if she collabs with her. And me personally i don't feel like megan would be backtracking or like i guess damaging her um position within hip-hop as of now because right now if you look at the current state of hip-hop everybody is becoming a rapper and that's due to instagram but within female rap it's very stagnant like you have these female rappers that are out here you know they doing what they do and I commend them, but Megan, Megan is the type artist, and this is just for me, but Megan is the type artist that, you know, she, you see her potential and you know that she can really like do what she need to do. But she, lately she haven't been delivering for me. And I personally feel like, you know, she, she has to like she has to do something different. If she don't do something different, then she's going to miss out on a lot of um a lot of deals that she could possibly make with other people who are artists and who actually rock with her. Like 
for instance, she did the um the Easy E sample, and I expected more, but she she really didn't give me what I was looking for. So I'm just like, okay, Megan, like, come on, you be doing these freestyles, and you really be delivering. So like, when are you going to like step it up and actually like go in? We want to see the Megan that be dropping freestyles and actually going in. Because me personally, I like her freestyles better than I do the songs that she create. And that's because I feel like she, even down to freestyling, it put it opens your mind to a different perspective. So, of course, it's going to be different from when you actually making a song. But I always thought that Megan freestyles were better than her songs. Um, so, yeah, I don't personally feel like she will be taking a step back because right now it's just it's just in a in a position where it's everything is stag- stagnant when it comes to female rap and of course Nikki is the standard and we're I'm not putting these females to the standard of what Nikki done because I know that they can't do it um and I know that really they can't top it because one Nikki is still in the game and two she like she opened the lane and just like body did ever since she came out so like 50 Cent says she's like the alpha female and it's true so I know that they can't really match Nikki's standard however you have to find a way to stand out and do what you can to um make your image bigger and I just feel like Megan's brand is kind of like outselling what she puts out for music so yeah me personally I don't think that um it would like mess Megan up in any way or you know make her have have to take a step back or whatever because to be honest like I said, they they both stagnant. Cardi really haven't been putting out no music. The last song that she put out, I believe, was Press. And that really didn't do too much good. And then you don't really hear nothing else about her unless she opens her mouth about something that's within politics. So it's like people really... I feel like hip-hop has understood or knew from the jump that Cardi wasn't in no tight position to speak on being like hip-hop or whatever the case was and really she just kind of self-destruct so at this point like I said it's just stagnant and whatever goes it goes but um they also mentioned that they felt like maybe Cardi would benefit off of it because Megan is the hotter rapper right now and I'm just like nah I don't think neither one of them would benefit off of it because really they both in their own lanes but neither one of them have come forth to like make themselves bigger in a way when it comes down to music and and that's just because you have to really you have to have a passion for music and you have to um you have to be in this position to want to change or elevate within music so I mean, I I just personally feel like neither one of them would benefit from it. Um, But that's just my take on it. If you have your take on it and would like to speak on it, you could always let me know on my podcast page um, on Twitter at Speaks, Or you can comment down below when I share the link. 
Um, but I'll be right back with my next topic. Alright, so our next topic will be about R&B because I ran a poll the same day that I did the Cardi and Megan rumor collab um, poll. I did a poll the same day and it's because, you know, I was looking at the current state of R&B and I, I personally feel like lately there has been some good albums that dropped um, within R&B, but... You know, the topics for R&B don't last as long as it used to. And that's, to be honest, that's with any music. Because I feel like music nowadays doesn't stick like how it did back then. And then you have some that, you know, that sticks. But it doesn't get as much recognition as you want it to. And that's because I feel like the current state of this um the listeners now they have a short attention span so things don't really grasp their attention and stick with them as long as you want it to but r&b wise we have had a good amount of albums that dropped recently that were really good um i mean you got august alcina his album was pretty good i expected a little bit more, but you know, considering he's been going for a while, um, I felt like the documentaries that he dropped they were really dope because it it kind of gave some type of transparency so that when the album dropped, you know, you would be fully in tune with what was going on. Um, however, I felt like maybe uh, more press before the album dropped. Um, it probably would have done it justice. Um, if he had more features, I felt like it would have done the album justice. You know, because for me, if you're going to have an album that's over, like, 12 songs or maybe over 15 songs, like, it's okay to have features because not all the time you're going to have a song that that always hits on an album. So, that's, and that's just me not bashing him or anything but you know i did expect a little bit more with the album but it did good because of the transparency and i always liked music from august anyway so his album was dope um you have chloe and hallie their album was dope for sure um i like the production i like the harmonies i like everything that took place on that album um you could tell that they were like in this position where you know Beyonce is like this coach to them um you can tell that they like they have grown musically and I think their album was pretty dope um Tiana Taylor her album was dope I didn't skip not one song and I feel like she should be placed in R&B topics a lot more because like she always delivers like it never fails and I think that this album she really did it justice so that was dope um you got Ro James his album was dope um people don't really talk about him that much and I feel like he kind of waited like a, a good a good while before he dropped his sophomore album but it was still good 
And I think that he did a good job with that album. Maybe he should be placed in um, R&B topics a lot more as well. But it, it all depends on the artist. And, you know, with the consistency and everything like that, you know, all of that plays a, a, an important part in it. Um, but his album was dope. You got Division. His album was dope. Um, I didn't skip anything on that that album either. Um, Kelani. Her album was definitely dope. So, you know, we got a lot of different R&B um, singers out here. JoJo, her album was dope. Like, so they, they was really out here delivering. And I was I was liking what I was receiving. And, you know, it's a, a different day. You get a different vibe. So some days you might want to listen to Kelani. Some days you might want to listen to Ro James. Some days you might be feeling Tiana Taylor. Some days you might be feeling JoJo. It just depends on the vibe. Um, Snow Allegra, she just dropped a single. That was dope. Like, all of these R&B singers are out here doing what they need to do in order to stay afloat. And, you know, it just brought up the question where I wanted to see what people thought. And basically, I asked, do they think that R&B is rebranding in a way to create balance within music again? And a lot of people, it was like 67% of people who said no. They don't feel like it's happening. And... I could understand why they said no, because there's, it's like, and that's with music in general, but with R&B, for years now, it's been to the point where you had to hear about somebody through word of mouth, and I feel like R&B has lost that touch that it had one time before, because it did create balance through throughout the whole genre. You had R&B singles on hip-hop beats. Um, or with hip-hop artists. And they just, you know, they created a lot within music. And then it just kind of fell off. But I personally feel like the current state that R&B in is now, I won't say that it's rebranding because I don't think that it fully died um, or was dead. But I feel like at at this certain point in time, the artists that we have, they're doing what they can to um, put R&B in a position to create that balance once more. And you got, they don't, they still don't really like fully, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't, they don't really collab with many um, hip hop artists or anything like that, but I do feel like it has gotten to the point where they are in conversations a lot more. You got some, you know, that still don't really get the proper recognition that I feel like they should get. But I do think that it's getting to the point where, you know, they'll just be, they'll end up rebranding it where it'll it'll create balance once again. So that... That part, like I said, I understand the people that said no. I understand the people that said maybe. I understand the people that said yes. So I think right now we're just in like the trial and error and experimental stage when it comes down to R&B and its position in creating balance or, you know, coming back to the forefront. Because it's time. It's really time. Um, But I think that 
these singers are creating different sounds and helping um, R&B gain some type restructure. So, um, yeah, that's just my views on it. Um, but if you have any views that you would like to give on it, of course, again, you can DM me or hit me up and say that, hey, I want to be on the podcast with you. Or you can comment on my podcast page on Twitter at DLo Speaks. And I'll be right back with my last topic. All right, y'all. So I'm back with my last topic. And basically, I ran another poll. And I was basically asking, do people feel as though hip-hop runs by a certain code? And the reason I said that, because, you know, you have a street code that people run by. Mainly people, you know, who are in the streets, they go by a street code. And lately, there has been the issue of people coming at Nikki for, um, you know, collabing with 6ix9ine. And they feel as though it should have never happened. <clears throat> um, considering the position that Nikki is in musically, they feel as though, why would you do that? You know, if you come in from the streets, um, you know of the streets, you've been in the streets, different things like that. Why would you collab with somebody who's a rat? And, you know, I get it. I'm not a street nigga, but... Of course, I had my spell in the streets. Um, I've witnessed situations of the streets, so it ain't it isn't far fetched. It ain't it ain't something that you just don't have no type knowledge about. And if you hang around people who are in the streets, you're going to pick up some type habit or understand what's going on around you. So I'm not this person who's just heavy in the streets or you know know about it i'm not gonna sit here and like try to flex and say you know hey yeah i've been in the streets yeah i know to know because I, I i wasn't but i'm not no dummy neither and i know that there's a lot of backlash because people feel as though you know nikki shouldn't have collab with him he's a rat okay well you got Meek Mill out here with rats in his camp. And 6ix9ine brought it to people's attention. But of course, they're not going to really take it from him because he's the rat that they're talking about. Then you had 50 Cent who pulled his card and Meek was quiet. I'm pretty sure Drake has warned, um, Drake, yeah, he, Drake has warned people about Meek Mill. And he might have not went far into details as ratting, but you get the idea. And everybody knows that Meek Mill himself, if you in the streets, why are you out here ratting on somebody else, causing them not to have no type connections or um, ca- causing them not to be able to work with somebody within the industry just because you got mad that Drake didn't post your album? So here you go running your mouth about Quentin Miller 
when, in fact, it wasn't like Drake was trying to take the work away from him because he was going to credit him. So, you out here ratting yourself, but you claim to be a street nigga. So, I just personally feel like within hip-hop, they don't run by a certain code because if that was the case, then why haven't Meek Mill been canceled a long time ago? But I just personally feel like when it comes down to people being canceled or people having to live up by a code, they make it apply to who they wanted to apply to. Um, and even with hip hop accepting people who, um, who does music or who decides that they want to be within hip hop, you got Cardi out here who didn't really, well, she lied from the beginning and tried to make it seem as though, you know, she was just so hip hop and that she been out here writing her music and doing different things like that. But where is she now? She's quiet. She's not making no sounds within hip hop. But y'all accepted her because y'all were trying to construct a narrative to get rid of Nikki. But again, there was a code that hip hop followed by when it came down to people writing their own music and and just being a part of hip hop. But the, the code didn't apply to Cardi. Then you got people out here like who just come in and disrespect the legends. But you got the other legends just letting it happen. But I thought there was a code. What happened? What happened to the code that was constructed by Little Kim and Remy and them where they felt like females should um, have some type of unity when it comes down to female rap? But when people come at Nicki, y'all don't open your mouth. But she's a part of hip hop. She has changed the game within hip hop. What happened to the code? Nobody uses it. But y'all only make it apply to people who y'all have a dislike toward. Foxy Brown was a part of hip-hop. And she still is a part of hip-hop. Her name still ring bells. People know about Foxy. But y'all don't include her because y'all created a narrative to make it seem like she was just this person that was hard to work with you can't be around her she started beefs and different things like that but y'all don't respect her enough as a lyricist when she was a true artist y'all don't protect her name y'all don't stand up for her y'all don't look out for her y'all do just enough to please Lil Kim and make her feel comfortable and feeling as though she was the only one that ever did it but what happened to the code there Nobody is living up to the code. Nobody is trying to create a code to protect the greats. And I'm pretty sure that everybody understands that the greats molded hip-hop. They molded hip-hop. And you will respect who you want to respect, yes. However, you can't take away what that person has done within hip-hop. So I just personally feel like this code that they're trying to live by saying that 6ix9ine is a rat and people shouldn't work with him and do different things. Okay, all of these other codes that was created within hip hop to to fit some type narrative where you wanted to cancel somebody, make it apply there too. Whether you like them or not, whether they whether you're using them to get rid of somebody else, 
use these same codes to get rid of the people who don't even belong in hip hop. Because at this point in time, it's a lot of stuff that's going around that's like a contradiction if you ask me. So, I, I mean, I really don't, I don't get people, I don't get the motives, I don't get the listeners and their opinions. Maybe it could be further expressed on the podcast or in the thread, wherever. But, like I said before, if you want to be a part of my podcast, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, you want to give your input on certain topics that I bring up, just hit me up on my podcast page on Twitter at DLO Speaks. Let me know how you feel. We can have this conversation. We can explain how we feel about the different topics that I bring up. But, you know, with the people that disagreed, well, with the people that said no, and then, you know, the people that was kind of iffy about it, I would like to hear your, your comments on it. Because at this given time, like I said, there's a lot of contradictions that are floating around within hip-hop, and people are not living up to what they're trying to put out. Meek Mill, like I said, he got snitches in his camp. He's a snitch himself because he ratted out the fact that Quentin been writing on Drake album. That's snitch behavior. That's called a snitch. Um, So, yeah, he just because he's under Jay-Z shadow right now, that doesn't mean that he gets a pass. And that's what that's what people do. They give certain people a pass because of certain things that they do or certain people that they don't like. And then they make the code, quote unquote, apply to, to whoever or apply to the ones that they wanted to apply to. So, again, I would like to hear y'all views on it. Hit me up on my podcast page on Twitter at DLO Speaks. And I want to thank y'all for listening to another episode of DLO Speaks.